Education eases fears. When we're given a roadmap and taught how to use it, we have more confidence in where we're going. Hi friends, I'm Sheree Sims. I'm a wife, an early educator, this year's PBS Early Learning Champion, and a mama to six amazing heavens. So I know a lot about kids and a little bit about parenting. Parenting for the Culture is a podcast that serves as your GPS to parenting, giving us the back alleys and the back doors that aren't shared in your typical parenting classes, personal development classes, and all those other places that we go for for parenting support. I want this show to focus on finding common threads between success stories and how to fulfill our hopes as parents. I know parenting is hard, especially as we try to unlearn some of the things we learned from our parents, but we're going to learn and grow together. Let's get into it right here on Parenting for the Culture. I like to look at the brain as if it's a staircase, a staircase of four flights of stairs. On that bottom floor is the part of the brain that is responsible for how things feel in our body. It's that biological, physical response to sounds, to sight, to smells, to danger. When we go up to that second floor, it's pretty much the same, but it's helping us get to the third floor which is where we interpret how that felt. So let's say you hear a firework outside. For us, we can quickly get to the point of that was a firework outside. But when you actually stop for a moment and think and reflect, usually your body starts out with a jump because there was just a loud sound that you weren't expecting and it causes your body to jump. You might feel a quick moment of fear, but eventually you get to the point where you're like, oh, we're nearing 4th of July, or we're nearing New Year's, or I live in the hood, and that was a firework. I'm safe. Everything's fine. Someone's popping off fireworks. So we have to help our children with getting from the initial spark of what was that sound and that felt scary in my body to, oh, that was a firework. I'm safe. So... That third floor is how it feels in our body. Do we feel sad about it? Do we feel scared? Do we feel happy about it? And then the fourth floor is where we are able to use like logic and rationale and we're able to actually think about things and say, that was a loud sound, but it was only a firework. We're nearing the 4th of July. I'm safe. Everything's fine, right? A lot of times what I see us do as parents is we see our child on the first floor And we initially start kind of yelling at them from the fourth floor, expecting them to be at a place where they can use logic. For instance, we see a child who wants a toy, their friend or their brother has the toy they wanna play with. We see that there's an identical toy right next to them and they're on the floor rolling around, screaming, kicking. And we go to them, remember, they're on that first floor, so all they have right now is how it feels in their body. But we are standing there on that fourth floor talking about, sir, get up off the floor. Stop yelling. Stop kicking. You can't do that. There's, there, Come over here. There's another car right here. This one looks just like that one. That's logic. However you want to say it, whether you're yelling or whether, whether you're speaking calmly to them and you're like, son, I have another one. It looks just like it. However you want to say it, that's logic. And they can't get there that quickly. So our job as parents or educators or whoever's with the child, caretakers, caregivers, our job is to really kind of take them by the hand and help them from that first floor to that fourth floor. Earlier I was talking about, you know, they're learning how to communicate their needs, but they're learning how to communicate their needs at a point where 
That fourth floor is not developed. The third floor is maybe being developed. The second floor and first floor, they got that. (laughs) So our children, especially the younger they are, they are still really in that primal state of like fight or flight and survival mode and the the survival brain. So that's why with younger children, we get a lot of fight from them because they are in the midst of fight or flight in their brain. Another thing that happens with them is that they have very little impulse control. In the brain, impulse control happens on that fourth floor, maybe on the third floor. But for a child who has not yet a fully formed brain, that impulse control is really, really hard. So even as adults, if we get upset about something, I know there are times that I'm mad and I want to like slam my fist down on a table or I want to slam a door, but there we have impulse control sometimes, some of us, and we can stop ourselves from doing that, right? But if you have the feeling and you have no impulse control, you are going to put up a fight. So I want us to understand that about our children, one, so we can have a little more grace for them, a little more compassion, and we can also understand that they are not doing this to us. A lot of times our children are throwing a tantrum and it is frustrating because in the midst of the tantrum, we also feel like they are being so disrespectful right now. They are being so out of line right now. But if you looked at them and you could see that they are just literally out of control, for me at least, it brings me a little bit more peace, a little more comfort in being able to give them what they need.